ghouls and ghosts, what's up? This is the Guts and Gore Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Coleman McAllister, joined by my co-host, Molly, for a super special episode. I'm really excited to do this. Um, a classic. Why is it super what? special? Because this is like one of the OGs of horror. This is like one of you know my personal favorites. One of the movies that like I you know first discovered you know getting into the horror genre. I think um, it's a classic. Molly, are you excited for this film review today? This movie review. Do you like how I came in with a different intro? I thought about this in the shower. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think of a way. I'm gonna think of a you way. Think about to... me in the shower. Oh, I do, I do. That's all, actually all I think about when I'm in the shower. You better be. Just, <laughs> Just you. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, this movie. I mean, whether you like it or not, I mean, it's it's an instrumental classic. I mean, in instrumental is that is that correct? I think that's correct. Yeah. Um, it's an instrumental classic in the um, the field of horror. Um, and it's one of the OGs. Uh, it's actually something that uh, your boy Stephen King actually uh, critically claimed and was the reason that um, people found out about it and it became popular, believe it or not. Um, the movie we're doing today, The Evil Dead from 1981. This film follows five friends who unwilling, unwittingly unleashed demonic forces while vacationing in a remote cabin they discover the <laughs> neck i don't i should necronomicon really ne- how do you know that because <laughs> that's the name of the book but like necronomicon I, necronomicon but like how do you like just know that at the top of your I, head because i don't know i just do <laughs> i don't know how, how many times have you seen this movie twice <laughs> This is why we. This is why Molly's our co-host. For those who don't know, this isn't just like, oh, my girlfriend's coming on. This is like I have a, a, a brilliant mind who can just pull things. <laughs> um, that person, that book. Say it. Come on. <laughs> what? What's Come on. I'm so, I'm Necronomicon. So Necronomicon. It's it's exactly how it sounds. Necronomicon. Yep. Um, an ancient text, and unwillingly unwittingly recite an incantation that resurrects malevolent spirits chaos ensues as the friends battle possessed possessed friends and face gruesome transformations directed by sam raimi the four the film sam 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 Sam, Sam, raimi (laughs) sam sam raimi the copy hasn't kicked (laughs) it up the film blends horror and dark humor utilizing innovative camera work and practical effects protagonist ash williams played by bruce campbell fights for survival against relentless supernatural entities this film becomes a cult classic Beca- or became a cult classic, spawning sequels and solidifying its place in horror cinema history. Um, like I said, written and, direct- written and directed by Sam Raimi, um, which was this film's actually his directorial debut. That's the guy who did Trick or Treat, right? No, he does not the one who did Trick or Treat. He did the Spider Man trilogy. Appreciate the Trick or Treat. <laughs> Swear to God. He didn't do Trick or Treat. Okay. He, maybe he had maybe production credits. Maybe it's just credits. because it's Sam. Yeah, I think it's just another Sam. I don't think it's Sam, maybe. <laughs> no, like the character's no. name is uh, Sam. Drag Me to Hell. Have you heard Drag Me to Hell? I have, but I haven't watched it. I, same. Uh, another I, movie by him that I've heard is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he's like, he. people don't really think about it, but he is really one of those goats of horror. Um, How many goats are there? <laughs> A whole field? <laughs> there's at least, like, there's at least like there's, ten. I feel like there should be one. 
who who are the ghosts? Because who are the horror goats in your mind? Na- name like do you have like th- one or three like, <laughs> or you don't care? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> James Wan. The, there we go. Hey, you got no, one. Well, yeah, we'll go with that one. James that are Guillermo del Toro. I like them. Okay, hey, they're that, solid. That's fair. That's fair. This is this is by the way. This is the part of the podcast where Molly completely tunes out. <laughs> she just, <laughs> she's anyway. just like. I'll, I don't, give, I don't give a I, fuck. I do not care who makes the movie. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. Uh, produced by Robert G. Tapper, starring Bruce Campbell, Ellen Sandweiss, Richard Demanicor, Betsy Baker, and Teresa Tilly. Cinematography by Tim Fillo. Visual effects, including the prosthetic makeup effects and stop motion effects, uh, was but done by Tom Sullivan. Uh, edited by Edna Ruth Paul with help. I thought this was interesting. With help from Joel Cohen from the Cohen Brothers. Um, just kind of a randomly just hopped in and helped with that. Uh, music by Joe L- LaDuca. Production company. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh, the production company was Renaissance Pictures. Distributed by New Line Cinema. The, um, mil- uh, mil- made on a budget of only $375,000. Um but had a domestic gross of twenty nine point four million dollars. Uh, interesting enough about that um, about that figure, only about two million of that was actually, um, I, or I should say, sorry, it was twenty nine point four million worldwide was the um, was the um, box office. Domestically, only made about two million. So actually, this movie did better overseas than it did um, in America. So it kind of gained its cult classic worldwide, which is kind of an interesting phenomenon. Um, Prestige. <laughs> uh, what was the first? Do you remember the first time watching this movie, Molly? Uh, like was two it, years ago with you. Wait, yeah, I, I think I introduced you to this. No, okay, hold. You didn't introduce me. I knew okay, about sure. it. Sorry, but I'd seen. Sorry. I'd seen. I'd saw the remake one in theaters. So I just had never watched the original. Okay. Well, hey, you know, maybe at the beginning of this episode, this is a good time to talk about uh, what you wanted to talk about, which is kind of like the, I just like it better. That was it. <laughs> oh, you like the new one better? I I I thought I like I like how it's like a remake, but it's not. It's like a similar story, but not the same exactly. Mm. I just think they're both really good movies, separate from each other. That's all. Yeah, yeah. That that is something I really did appreciate about that film. Is it really did um, do a good job and really did set out to like be separate from the classics. Like it, I think you know having that whole addict um, perspective from it, and just like I mean, it is still we, like we will have to get to that point movie at some point because it's still probably one of the goriest films I've ever seen. Good. I mean, it's it really is fucking intense. There's some crazy scenes in that, but like I mean, that's just instrumental throughout the whole franchise. And you know, despite that one being different, it really delivered on that front. So I mean, I mean, I don't know that last one. Did you kind of like the Evil Dead Rise or not? I really? did. You did. It was fun. It's. It's not a great movie, but it's fun. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's not like a... It doesn't have a great plot. It has a pretty terrible plot, but it's fun. Yeah. I don't know. I, I remember not really liking it so much, but it, it garnered, it's garnered like a lot of praise and a lot of people yeah, have really because, enjoyed it. Yeah, it's just... It's got some really, like, uncomfortable gore. Sure. Like with the cheese grater and, like, swallowing glass and stuff. Yeah, it and does it deliver just, on that. 
I don't know. It's just silly. Yeah. I guess I just felt like it strayed away too far from, like, you know, what this movie, like, Evil Dead 2 and, like, you know, the It was original. interesting because I've... Okay, so I've never... I've never seen past Evil Dead 2, but... Okay. I know he goes back to, like, whatever world. Yeah, I know... I I won't lie. This is going to make me kind of like a fake fan, but I've never been, been able to get through Armory Darkness. It's really... It's really more of a comedy, and it's kind of weird, and I just... I don't know. Both times I tried to watch it, I wasn't in the mood, despite me owning it on <laughs> Blu-ray. I've well, never we'll actually sat through it. Sometime, but yeah. Like, everything seems to kind of, like, track overall, but then... I don't know. Like, Evil Dead Rise, like, it just... I don't really get I mean they give reasons how the book got into a city but I don't know like part of part of the good like the thing that I like about Evil Dead is just like the cabin aspect Mm -hmm. and like the isolation of it where like they're in the city like who's to stop it from going everywhere it almost seems like Jason takes Manhattan it's almost like yeah but I like that movie a lot (laughs) that's what I'm saying it's fun but it's not necessarily a great movie yeah but like Friday the 13th was never necessarily like a great movie Mm-mm. to begin Mm-mm. with i guess that's kind of my point like i consider like this movie and like i mean even though this is lacking compared to the second one in my opinion um i do consider like this one an evil De- is there something wrong no sorry oh um this movie and evil that too i really do consider those to be like horror classics like straight up some of the best horror films ever made um so i think there's a difference in that kind of between like jason takes me hand and i don't know we'll have to watch again but not that we're going to get into it, but Evil <laughs> exactly, Dead 2, exactly. I don't I didn't get it. Yeah. But you, I only watched it once. Sure. So. Um, some anyway. of the fun some of the fun facts from this film. Uh, I'm so sorry in advance. There's a lot. <laughs> Sam, are they actually fun, though, or are they just facts? <laughs> <laughs> They're just facts. I thought that they were interesting. <laughs> we can, I can skip some. But Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell were actually childhood friends, which I thought was funny. Bruce Campbell being the main actor, um, Sam Raimi being the director. Uh, <laughs> having produced several low-budget films to get 8 millimeter films growing up. So they kind of already had that dynamic, that relationship, which kind of made these movies kind of you know strong. And, you know, even their relationship, you know, um, in, like, the Spider-Man movies and stuff like that. Like, um, there's something that's really Is cool. Bruce Campbell in the Spider-Man movies? Yeah, well, he's a very he's a side character. He's, oh, that's right, he's the boxing guy. Yeah, he's the boxing guy, and then he comes back as a waiter, and he comes back as like a doorman. Like oh, he yeah. just has all these really all in the first movie. No, those or are throughout each... the. Okay. Yeah, he brings them back throughout each film, kind of as a little cameo, which is fun. Um, they so the at, for the start of this film, they originally produced a short film called uh, "Within the Woods," which I actually thought about us having us watch before we did this, but whatever, maybe afterwards. Uh, which was originally made for sixteen hundred dollars as a proof of concept to pique the interest of potential investors, which resulted in securing ninety thousand dollars to begin production. Per, per, uh, I can't talk. Principal photography took place in a remote cabin located in Morristown, Tennessee. Bruce Campbell was cast as the lead role of Ash Williams, as due to production responsibilities, was the only actor willing to stay the entirety of filming. During pre-production, the 13 
crew members had to stay in the cabin, leading to several people sleeping in the same room. This caused for notoriously difficult living conditions, which caused several arguments breaking out between crew members. The cabin had no plumbing, but did thankfully have phone lights. The first day of filming led to them getting lost in the woods during a scene shot in the bridge. Several crew members were injured during the shoot, and because of the cabin's remoteness, securing medical assistance was difficult. One notably gruesome moment of on set involved ripping off Baker's eyelashes during removal of a face mask. To to accommodate Ramy's style of direction, several elaborate low-budget rigs had to be built since the crew could not afford a camera dolly. One involved the Vassal Cam, as they called it, which relied on on a mounted camera that slid down long wooden platforms to create a more fluid sense of motion. A camera trick used to emulate a steady cam inexpensively was the shaky cam, which involved mounting the camera to a piece of mounting the camera to a piece of wood and having two camera operators sprint around the swamp. During scenes involved involving the unseen force in the woods, which watching the characters, Ramy had to run through the woods with a makeshift rig, jumping over logs and stones. The film's final scene was shot with the camera mounted to a bike while it was quickly driven through the cabin to create a seamless lawn take. Ramy enjoyed torturing his actors, <laughs> believing that caught that believing that to capture the pain and anger in his actors, he had to abuse them a little at times, saying, if everyone was in extreme pain and misery, that would translate into horror. Because the copious amounts of blood in the film, the crew produced gallons of fake blood with kale corn syrup. It took Campbell hours to remove the sticky substance from himself. During the last few days on set, the conditions have become, I'm so sorry, become so extreme the crew began b- burning furniture to stay warm. Since at the point, the only exterior shots needed to be filmed, there were only exterior shots needed to be filmed. They burned nearly every piece of furniture left. Several actors went days without showering, and because of the freezing conditions, several caught colds and other illnesses. In, pro- in post-production, several sounds were recorded with dead chickens being stabbed to mutilate flesh. Um, and then, like I said earlier, Stephen King garnered interest for that. So there was just a lot of really cool things that went. Sorry, I went. That cool was quick. a strong word. <laughs> I went through that really quickly because Molly was sitting there like, kill me now. And I was writing this and I knew it would, but there were so many interesting different fucking things. It's fine. It's I'm so sorry. I, I know I did it's that. It's okay. You can, you can keep going. <laughs> That's all I had. That's all I had. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I just thought it was interesting, like the cruel, uh, some of the cruelest conditions I've probably ever heard of um, that crew has had to experience. Just like living in a cabin without plumbing, like th- that on top of like being tortured by the director. I mean, I don't know. Do, do you think that that kind of crosses a line in a way? Do you think yes. that you don't think that it's worth the artistic, um, you know, like creativity or greatness that comes out of that out of like those crazy performances no it's not worth it not worth it not really no Hmm. it's the same with your stupid fucking shining movie (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking about that today in the the shower as well yeah it's not worth it um molly what do you have for the death toll of this film um how many people for those who don't know how many people in this film died well, according to my resources, uh, it listed eight people, but it listed everybody twice. So oh. really four people. Like it listed them as like the oh. person and then the zombie version of them. Ah, I so see. Four okay. people, eight people, you decide. Okay. Interesting. Because yeah. five people went in and one person came out. So <laughs> you do the math. 
Yeah. No, I would say that's probably four. Because I think like a spirit I don't think is... it's Yeah, I don't think it's fair to list them all. Yeah, twice. I think, I think they died when their zombie version died. Wikipedia okay. called them zombies. Well, but wasn't there the um, the grandma in the basement? Doesn't that count as one if she was already dead or is she just an already dead character? She wasn't killed in the movie. Well, okay. So I guess do we do we count we do we only count death tolls in terms of like people that die in the course of the movie? I think so. Okay. They don't show her dying. That's true. It's just a body. Just like her body. Okay. So maybe we can say four people and then like five zombies. Is that fair? Does or she no? come back as a zombie? The grandma isn't the grandma in the basement or is that one of the characters? I don't remember that being fucking a grandma. I don't remember there being a grandma in the basement. Maybe that's the second one. See, and this is something that I've been worried about doing this. <laughs> is like I I I watched the second one way more times than the first one. So it's always kind of a When did uh, we watch the first one? It's been a couple weeks. <laughs> that's so, another thing too. We, we usually try to do it within a week, but it yeah, didn't happen. That didn't happen. We had things come up. Um things called no motivation. No motivation. <laughs> a little we did too much. A little something called depression. Yeah. Leave us alone. <laughs> Should we put the suicide hotline in, in the description? 988. For those who don't know. Text call 988. <laughs> it's easy now. Yeah. Good to know. So. Um, all right. The good, the bad, and should we time out first? All right. I have one question. Oh, what's up? So I've been turning the mic on and off. Does that ruin things? Uh, Does that fuck this up? It doesn't really fuck it up. I, I don't. Is there a reason you're doing that? Just because of the cable? Just so, like, because if I'm just sitting here and, like, moving and, like, I make noise like that, like, I just thought it'd be easier to... Oh, sure. I mean, if you want to, yeah, that's fine. I just feel like it makes less background noise. Well, I don't Plus like... I keep sniffing. Well, I guess I don't really like the clicking on. Well, you haven't okay. noticed it up till this point, have you? Well, yeah, but... I mean, I can hear it click. I know, but only because it's silent. But if you're it's, talking I would, and I, would, I turn it off and you don't even know that I turn it off, you just, you see? Okay. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to make sure. But because like. It, it, it doesn't matter. I just, I sit here while you're talking and I like, like I move my fingers and like I like move around and this chair yeah. is fine, but the other chair makes a lot of noise and. Well, yeah. And I keep sniffing and. Well, I don't know. I just like do one. Well, I know, but I still move around and you can still hear shit. And... I don't know. Like, I recommend like putting the cable in between you. Your fucking mom. It is between me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm just trying to be helpful. No, I appreciate it. Um, either, either, either way, it's fine. Okay. All right. The good, the bad, the gory. <laughs> Captain, what did you have for good? <laughs> um, well, I had actually quite a few things for this film, if you could tell. Uh, for do my, you like this movie? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, you know, in regards to my high praise in the beginning, you would think that I, I, I would have a lot of things in the good, and indeed I do. Um, <laughs> the first thing that kind of came to mind watching this movie is it seems very Texas Chainsaw-inspired. Like, in a way, like, in terms of, like, the grittiness and kind of, like, the, just, like, the <laughs> the, the shakiness of the camera. And, like, that, it just kind of seems to have that same sort of aesthetic. 
in a way. That was kind of the thing that uh, came to my mind. Which like I the original Texas Chainsaw yeah. with like Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him so much. <laughs> and we'll have to do that movie very soon as well. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I also just kind of think this is like just one of the true OG campy horror films of you know all time really i it really i think it really kind of cemented that um you know leading into like what we were just talking about like i guess it technically came out after friday the 13th but kind of cementing that st- style through the 80s of horror films like they have kind of like a campy edge whilst like you know having a lot of gore and a lot of like that kind of effect with it um you know i also thought the set, set aesthetics were really great um, you know, like with the smoke coming out of the trees and like just kind of that whole misty atmosphere they kept throughout the film. I really like that. They, um, they did, I thought they did a very good job maintaining that. Um, also I gotta mention, you know, everybody knows the classic, the tree rape scene. I'm kind of curious how you feel about this. If this was something that was necessary, if it was kind of just out there, wild, unnecessary. Um, but you know, I, I like, I, kinda, you liked it. I, Yeah, that's how old were you when you first watched this movie? Um, I was an adult. I would have been like, I would have been like probably in college, right? This wasn't around your awakening time. No, 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 nothing like that. Um, no, I think I, you know, I guess we never really got into it, but like, I think the the first time I ever watched this was like, uh, I think like you know either in college or post college, like the first time I went to college, um, you know, and it was it was one of those like stoner. (laughs) <laughs> just to clarify which time i went to college <laughs> oh, out of the three times but anyway. <laughs> um but yeah you know this was definitely one of those like stoner fucking just chilling hanging out type of films that um i enjoyed back in the day so uh this has always kind of had a place in my heart for that but you know i just think it's a really like weird unsettling creative way to like kind of you know really give it the title like evil dead like what do you think one of the, what are one of the things when you think of like pure evil like rape like that's one of the things that come to me like you know like t- taking advantage of somebody sexually you know like, what does it have evil. to do with the dead because <laughs> the <laughs> evil dead yeah the evil dead but you were like because the name evil dead evil like rape <laughs> like what the fuck it's fine. Uh, okay. Well, I guess what's your opinion on the tree rape? Do you think it's fun? Do you think it's unnecessary? What's I guess not fun's probably not a good word for it. So but. fun. <laughs> Love it. No. Um I feel like they kind of went a little bit too much. Sure. Like they could have gotten their point across a lot quicker. And I feel like it was a little bit just like extensive. But also it really bothered me because there were just times it was inconsistent. <laughs> her boob was out at one point and then her boob wasn't out and then like did the tree <laughs> tuck it back right. in that's right I it's unclear that. i don't understand but that that honestly that part bothered me so much that it was hard to i don't know i just i don't like the inc- i don't like inconsistencies oh i see so yeah you know it's funny they uh i was reading today it was, the movie was actually originally 117 minutes long and then they cut down to 85 minutes so there was an entire like twenty minute like they went above and beyond. So the Evil Dead extended a version. Extended be version a- is coming to HBO Max soon. <laughs> it's gotta be out there somewhere. I was kind of thinking that too. I'm like, there's gotta be a fucking 
edition out there that's almost two hours. Um, but yeah, I you know I thought kind of one of the things I one one of the other things I really liked about this film um, was like the effect when they like used like trees and the cameras to like break through glass and went like the POV of the like the evil dad like coming to get the you know um, you know I thought and you know one of the thing another thing I found really really impressive about this film was like the stop animation um, that you know they actually um, I. I don't know about this for the first one necessarily, but I'm assuming that's the case because they did the same for the second one. I was listening to the director, uh, the director commentary on that one, and they talked about how um, uh, the animator for that uh, did did that, you know, that stop motion like on set, like you know, in you know, like I'm sure they took like a good half day, whole day to like animate all these fucking all these scenes like you know where he stab he gets stabbed with the pencil and it like breaks apart and cracks apart um you know when the at you know at the end where the bodies are all decomposing and rotting like that was a whole stop motion process that they had to go through and you know in the editing room that was a whole thing they had to do right like that it, it just a grueling process um to make all that happen uh, I think it's just very impressive. I mean, in this day and age where it's so easy to fucking do something like that, you know, you'd have you could plug it into AI, be like, hey, AI, create like decomposing, and it'll like do it instantly, right? But like they had like a film camera and they in stop motion and they fucking changed it frame by frame and wild shit, man. <laughs> um, I thought the you know I thought him like slapping the girlfriend was very uh <laughs> very a uh, pc and very very good for the modern was it like a get yourself together slap <laughs> I, I think it was okay. one of those yeah i think it was that scene where he's like get on. <laughs> it was a very it was a sean connery moment as they say <laughs> uh bruce campbell i always say the the king of camp um he fucking he kills it in this movie and you know he <laughs> He's just always fucking. Does he's it. not a good actor. I feel. But like. that's that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's campy he's, as shit. He's so he just, bad, it's good. Exactly. Like Tommy. Yeah. Tommy boy. <laughs> no, he's better than that. He's not like the worst actor. It's just he's definitely not a great actor. Yeah, I would like to explore some of his. Like I I did see like some of the Ash versus the Evil Dead. It wasn't very like good. the show. Yeah. It wasn't very good, but like he he did kind of have a more dynamic acting role in that one. It seemed, I don't know. I'd be curious to see if there were any or are any like roles that he's done that maybe more emulate, uh, you know, the range of his acting. I don't know. Um, I, you know, and I think the whole movie, the whole movie just does a good job keeping you invested. Um, and you know, as a fun ending, and you know, one last effect that I thought was like really really cool about this was uh, with with the mirror where it's like where both the parts where the mirror becomes water and then or maybe that's in the second one i can't remember i can't remember if it's the first second one where he gets pulled through or that's him and that's like he's like fighting with himself through the mirror i feel like maybe they do that in both movies i don't know i don't know um what 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 else did you, you like about this film bali um I like I like practical effects more than I like like CGI or anything. So same. same. I appreciate practical effects. Um, 
I'm sure for its time, it was pretty gory and pretty intense. I feel like it holds up even today, though, pretty decent. No. Not not compared to, like, everything, but, like, I don't know. No. I don't. Hmm. Um, I like it when the camera's, like, rushing in. Hmm. You know so like I mean? those handheld shots we were talking about, like, like where he's the... like going in, like like it goes into the cabin and stuff, and like like at the end when it comes at him, because I totally remember the ending. <laughs> Pulled that out of my own head. <laughs> I didn't tell you about no. it right before we started nope. recording. Nope. <laughs> and to remind you. So I do appreciate that. Um, yeah, I thought some of the gore was pretty good. Still, that might be it though. Okay. Yeah. Did you eat? Well, I guess we'll find out about it. I'll just start with the bad then. Sure. Kay. I mean, this is usually how it goes. I right. feel like my, I feel I, like it makes sense. Like you do one, I do one, and then I start, and then you start, and then you start. And then I start. Yeah, it makes sense. Exactly. Um. It's stupid. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so 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 cheesy. Um, I think, unlike you, where you said the plot is engaging. I feel like it's not. I don't know. I don't really don't. Well, I don't know. It's if like it's, okay. You're like, oh, it keeps you invested the whole time. I really don't give a shit what happens. I don't to know these people. if. I don't know if that's okay. Look, it I'll took get, me two watches to realize that his sister was there. Okay, look. To be fair, uh, look. I don't know how much of it is necessarily the plot. Like it is originally like a 65 page script. Like it's not meant to be very like in depth it's more of like a visual engagement yeah, well, i guess that's the part i, don't that I know. found engaging I, don't, I just find it more I don't so know. feels it was kind of boring but um something that really 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 bothered me probably the thing that bothered me most about this movie is i get that it wasn't a high budget film but dear god could we not get some wigs <laughs> that made sense <laughs> because they used wigs that didn't even look like the people's hair <laughs> Well, they, you know, that was, um, and this is something I didn't mention, uh, Sam Raimi's brother, I think his name was Tim, um, he had to fill in for a lot of the actors who, because, you know, those those actors weren't necessarily willing to be there that whole shoot. Right. So they kind of had, like, I, I will kind of, yes, you're right in a sense. No, but... no. Listen, I know you're trying to defend it, and I understand that. However. The end product is still. There are still wigs out there that would have made more sense for the same price i'm sure is it possible there were limitations back in that time that no where the wigs weren't as good they might not have been as good but they had options you're you Hmm. cannot tell me that they didn't have i can't even remember off the top of my head what they look like right now but i know one wig was like way too curly <laughs> and much shorter than the person's hair like you can't tell me that they yeah. couldn't have gotten a long wig and cut it or done something yeah there is something that like lack of there's, consistency I get, in this that, film. I get that there's better options nowadays than there was back then but they could have made it work really easily sure they just didn't <laughs> Yeah. They just didn't. Well, I think part of it too is they probably didn't have, like, like I, I, I doubt that they hired someone to be like, hey, like come in and do the hair and the special effects. Like they were probably doing That's it themselves. That's fine. I get that. But 
but do you still- think I'm a professional? <laughs> no. Could I have done a better job picking a wig? Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This just feels like a distinct lack of effort. You, hmm. They could have done. They had options. And they just Interesting. didn't. I don't care how much you defend them. It's stupid. It's bo- It bothers me. They just got like a five pack of blonde wigs and they're like, is anyone blonde in this movie? Meh. We'll make it work. So. That's funny. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch it and compare it because I, I, at the top of my head, I can't really think of. I just remember they're bad. <laughs> like what? It, because it, what it does, what it does is, is it the transition between them become the, from the person to the zombie where it gets fucked up. Yeah. Because that might be valid. That might actually no. be like a valid. Well, okay. So because they're a zombie, maybe their hair's different no. and fucked up. No. You don't think so? If they had just changed the hair color, yes. I'm You're telling me zombie lady got a perm. In between, like, oh shit! Now she she got possessed. Her hair's gonna curl. No, hey, they fucking they pimp you out. No, when you're evil. I would have understood. I would have understood if it was like, oh, now they all have the same hair color. Now they all have white hair. Now they all have some color of hair. Okay, cool, great. That's part of being possessed. Get that. Hmm. Put more effort in. That, it wasn't that. That could have been better. That could. That's what I'm saying. Like they yeah. could have just all had white hair. That's interesting. But no, can't. And so that made it really, really hard for me personally to figure out and remember who was who. Okay. Like once they turned into zombies, I'm like, okay, now which one is this one? Is this his sister? Is this his girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. What else did you not? uh... Obviously, I didn't remember the ending, so it probably wasn't that good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Was there anything else you didn't really? Not really. That's about it. You just don't really care about this movie ultimately at the end of the day. I mean, I understand. It's not like the worst movie I've ever seen. It's not like, I don't don't dislike it. It's just kind of meh. Which I, it's just, it's, I don't know. Why do you think it is that you, like, because, okay, let me ask you this. Why do you think it has the cult impact that, like, cult culture, or, I cannot talk to Because back in the day, I'm sure this is not something that people made. Okay. Like this, I understand. I understand, you understand that aspect. Yeah, yeah I understand that, that yeah. it was a unique movie back then, and like, it just doesn't hold up. Yeah, I, I guess. See. I see. Yeah. Well, you and I are different in that fact, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a prude. I have to be. Okay, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Uh, some of the things that I, you know, as good as this film was, there were some things that I did not you know, really vibe with. Uh, I thought the beginning scene with the rocking chair. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was. It was like kind of banging around or being weird. I thought that was kind of over the top. Um, and I think kind of the overall, like the, the horror comedy balance in this movie is off. Like it, it's kind of a little disjointed. It's not like, I feel like evil dead Two They did a way better job of like having it kind of all flow and kind of it be like, have there be a clear theme and separation between those two ideas. And this one just kind of seems a little clunky. I don't know. Um, I thought like the fact where they had the ink over the moon was kind of weird and off. (laughs) You fucker. I'm sorry. I was Googling. I'm kidding. Um, Like I get like, again, kind of at the time type of thing, but I thought even for that, it was just kind of unnecessary. It's like, it would have been fine on its own. 
you know, as just a regular moon or whatever. I do kind of get the horror getting, I guess, the, or not the horror, sorry, the evil, you know, the evil or whatever kind of taking over, but I don't know. I was just Googling um, to see when The Exorcist came out. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like it's very similar with the fact that, like, when they get possessed or turn into zombies or whatever, like, mm-hmm. they just get really, like, rude. Mm. Like she does in The Exorcist. So I was just, I just feel like it doesn't portray as well as, like, in The Exorcist. Sure. I feel like they tried to make it like that and it didn't translate as well. Well, I I kind of disagree. I kind of feel like it's it it's kind of the thing where it just like kind of latches on to you. I don't really know if it. I guess the one lady did get raped and then kind of turned into it, but everybody else kind of just got. Like, I don't mean like. Right. No, I don't mean how they got turned on to it. Oh. I mean when they're possessed, they say like obscene things. And like they act, they act like super like, ha ha, you're never going to get us, bitch. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, it did have that same effect for sure. Yeah. And I just feel like it didn't translate as well as it did in The Exorcist. Hmm. Interesting. How about that? Um, I also thought there was just kind of, there was too much of that handheld. You know, I, I am kind of in general just a sucker for like the, you know, the standard tripod, you know. Like when shots. you say like the handheld, you mean like when it goes like shoo, and like zooms in? No, like when spirit? it's well, not uh, I don't know about the zoom the zooming in, but like when it like kind of like when it like is following them, like chasing Ash, mm-hmm. like that. There's a lot of handheld that's just really yeah. kind of yeah, it's I a mean, lot. They do too much. Yeah, and again, I kind of get what they're going for, but I feel like they could have done a lot more. I feel like Evil Dead, you know, going back to that movie, Evil Dead 2 kind of did that a lot better. Um, whether, like, there was less shakiness or they were just more stand-up type of, you know, stand-up shots. Um, and I don't know. I, I don't even really remember this, but I thought I did think some of, like, the outdoor shots were kind of iffy <laughs> on this. I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? Not the mean? best. Like, just not the best. Not the, not the best. Well, that didn't look the best. Didn't vibe the best. I don't know. The timing was a little weird. Like the, I remember with the car, especially the timing was really weird on that. How how it was like chasing him in the car because he like drive. He's like she's like I want to get out of here, and he's like and they okay. drive, and then that's all. The bridge is gone. Yeah, but then it's like chasing him because doesn't she doesn't that doesn't she? I think she reels around at that point, and he's like oh fuck, and then. It starts chasing after him, but like, and then that whole part with the timing was just kind of off on that. Mm-hmm. Which again, I, I get like low budget constraints and that kind of stuff, but I guess that kind of illustrates your point earlier. You know, there are some things that are. It's okay with me. It's not okay. With me. <laughs> it's just the wigs. <laughs> not okay. Just the wigs are okay. Yeah. No, it's a valid point for sure. Um, I guess the final thing, the gory. Um, there were several things about this film that were extremely gory. Um, I said before the the part where he gets stabbed in the ankle with the pencil and it like yeah. breaks apart. With this. I, I I love that part um, when he gets scratched in the face. Uh, and then there's a, there's plen- there's just various scenes where um, hands are cut off. Um, well, the one of the zombies like cuts off the hand and bites off her own hand. Yeah. Um, chopping chopping off limbs. Um, you know, clawing at legs, smashing hands. You know, there, there's a part where he's he's I think it's with the 
either with a barrel of gun or something. He's just like smashing yeah. the hand of the person in the attic. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> beheading of the girlfriend, shooting the zombie outside. Uh, I also I love the part. That, I don't know how you feel about this scene, but like I love the scene where he's down in the basement and it's coming from the pipes and the outlets, like all the blood is spraying on him. Like I just think it's so I love that part. I think it's so creative. Um I, the part where he pushes his fingers through the eyes of the zombies. Yeah. That shit's fucking great. Um and then like you we've like we've talked about before, just kind of that that final scene where all the bodies are decomposing and like the evil in a sense is going away, like you know, just a very gory, gross, unsettling scene. Like to this years later to this day, I think it's just like visually well done for for you know, any time really. I don't know. I don't know about any time, but Yeah. What what were some of your favorites from that? The pencil and the ankle was my favorite and the gouging the eyes. Yeah. Definitely. Really one of the first films I, I feel like that. I've seen that, like, really had that happen. Anything that goes around, like, ankles is usually, like, in Hostel. Mm, oh, when they slice the... When he slices <laughs> his Achilles tendon. Like, <laughs> That's freaky. Yeah. But... Another gory franchise. That's um, a good one. All right. So, uh, some other thoughts I had from this film. Uh, at what point during this this sequence of events do you turn around and leave? the beginning <laughs> be honest when you get there when you you're get like, there and this cabin is like old and falling apart and it's like this isn't really what i intended this is out. kind of yeah well thanks hmm. yeah. well i i think feel like if you like paid for it i would at least like give it a shot i don't know when when like mm -hmm. when the when the whole like tree rape thing happens with the lady i for sure am leaving at that point i mean but at that point it's too late it, it, sure but like i don't know like, it really, when at any point, probably, probably okay, too honest, late. Okay, fine. I'll give it a shot. But as soon as you find the basement and the trap door, hey, gone. Hey, there we go. Gone. That's, I forgot, but yeah. I will not be staying there. There's That's things true. down there. No, thank you. Hard pass. Yeah, I feel like, though, once they crossed that bridge, it was already too late. Probably, don't you think? Maybe. I don't know. I would have ended up a zombie. Well, I'm not but I be guess a survivor. Well, and that's kind of the weird thing, right? Because I, I can't tell. I can't remember if the evil starts to come before they actually read the book or if it doesn't come at all until they read the book. I think it starts coming one. when they read the book. Just when they read the book. Okay. Pretty sure. So yeah, I guess it would. I guess they would have been fine then. I guess they would have been able to yeah. turn around then. Never mind. Mm -hmm. And pull shit. Uh, let me ask you this. Was the reading of the Book of the Dead inevitable? Like, do you think eventually at some point someone's going to come across that cabin and read that book and the yeah. dead's going to come back? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I felt like too. It, it's it, like, it's like cabin in the woods. Sure. You, some human curiosity. It gets to be too much. Yeah. It, Something's going to happen. Eventually somebody would have rented that cabin and figured that out. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and that's you know going back to the um, the original reboot from 2013. That's something I really liked about that film is they really had more of a background on the beginning of that book and like the um, you know depiction of like the people who originally bound that and yeah. put the 
you know, did what you know the, they you're supposed to do at the end of these movies is put the reverse the spell, right? Like yeah. or destroy the book or whatever. Like yeah. ended up doing that. But did anybody survive in the reboot? Uh yeah, the lady did. At the very end. Did she? Yeah, she's all fucked up, but yeah. She's yep. she's alive. The okay. hair the late the former act. Because she turned into the zombie and then mm-hmm. through the burial she like is becomes like a new Okay. Yeah. And that was an interesting twist that I kinda had to add to that too. Um <laughs> What do you think about fifth wheeling on a trip like that? How it was like three girls two guys like that's another thing like why would you even do that in the first place is that enough people where it's okay or is that still i'm trying to think who it was because it was him it was ash his girlfriend his sister her boyfriend and then another girl or was the sister the fifth wheel i do not remember i can't remember but i think it depends i guess the sister being the fifth wheel kind of makes sense not to be sexist, but I feel like it's more okay for a girl than for a guy. I think it's more mm. comfortable for a girl to be, like, the extra person. Sure. She's not necessarily going to get, like, all sad. Like, yeah. She might still, but, like, I feel like for a guy but, it's like, typical it's to like, be. She's obviously going to be with her friends. Sure. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I feel like guys get a little bit more, like, I don't want anybody to love me. Yeah. Blah. Yeah, definitely. All these girls are hoes because I'm an incel. But yeah. <laughs> Last question: Would you be able to put down your possessed partner? Hundred <laughs> percent. You're gone. Bye bye. Well, thanks. I was gonna say I would have kind of a hard time. Yeah, you with would it. have a hard time because I'm perfect in every single way. <laughs> Fuck you. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would be you would be like saying something something stupid something that like you just didn't understand the question i'd be like oh he's possessed he's gotta go and you'd be like no i'm not i swear and i'm like, too bad gone bye how, how <laughs> you would wouldn't you, even be possessed how, how would you do how would you like to do it what would be your favorite how like how, how would what, i like to kill you what would be your yeah what would be your favorite mode of killing me as a zombie i'm evil i'm about to eat your throat ah bambi's right there i'm about to eat bambi for breakfast for a little snack in between ah what are you oh i feel like I'd wanna, I, I feel like i'd want to like stab you like really get in like the rage and the anger like here's the thing the like the scenes of people murdering other people that really stick out to me are like when someone's upset and they stab or they like bash mm. their head in and they're so upset they just keep going beyond the necessary point. Yeah, and then they become just like a chunk of, they literally become just And they just beef. keep going, yes. Yeah. That's what, you want to turn me into ground beef. Yeah, I think so. That's nice. But if we're actually being completely 100% like real... I would probably just die. <laughs> I would try and it wouldn't work and you'd kill me and I'd be dead. So, yeah. Not really good at the survival I'm thing. Too, I'm too strong. Yeah, Bambi. No, no. Bambi's fucked too. It's not. First of all, there's no dogs. So, no. <laughs> Baby's not coming with us. She'd be fine. You'd leave her alone. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think, like, I don't even think it would be like 
me not being able to kill you, like, because of emotions, I just would suck, and then you would just kill me because I wouldn't be able to, like, physically manage it or something. I'd mess something up, (laughs) and my survival just isn't good. That's true. So it's not even that you're great at killing. It's just I suck. Hmm. Well, one of these days we'll have to do one of those, like... One of these days we'll have to get possessed and see if we're going to kill <laughs> each other. Yeah, go into the go into a cave at the Ouija board and just just try to summon that shit. Just a cave. Just a cave. It doesn't Some matter. random doesn't cave. doesn't matter what cave. There, probably in every cave somebody's been murdered or died we can terribly. Go to, we can go to the Velisca house and bring a Ouija board there. There we go. Yeah, fuck yeah. An attic? Yeah. Basement? I would record that shit. <laughs> I took a camera in there and I recorded and my footage turned out just fine. So I don't yeah. think it's possessed. <laughs> Have you ever done a Ouija board? No, I wanted to. Oh. We we should we should get one. Freak the yeah. f- people the fuck out. It's, I think it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I've my, done a Ouija board. Oh really? I moved it. <laughs> of course you did. I did. Somebody always does. Every time. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, it's moving. I'm like, oh my God, so weird. And I'm like pushing it. I'm not doing it, I swear. Yeah, no, me neither. I'm just pushing it. I think it's really funny when there's like more than one person pushing it. Yeah, like- <laughs> there was definitely somebody else was pushing it because I felt resistance. I just pushed harder. I feel like that's got to be some psychological thing, right? There's got to be some psychological experiment where like... It's like if if you're putting enough people in that scenario, like somebody's automatically gonna do I mean, it. Whether yeah, they know somebody it or not. usually does it. But even if nobody does it, like everybody pushing on it, like can make it move. So like even yeah. if nobody's like intentionally being like, I'm gonna put this answer. Like if we're all pushing on it from different things, like not everybody's putting the same amount of pressure on it mm-hmm. no matter what so like it's gonna go in one direction yeah but then know. it doesn't make any words so why would you want to do maybe that I that's I why have... you got to make it make words yeah right maybe you have to do it or maybe i have done a ouija board i should say i don't i don't remember i have the memory of doing it maybe at camp or something but and i did it in high school but my ex was super she believed yeah. in Ouija boards, so my mom did too. We, didn't, my mom we weren't allowed dope. to have one in the house or like ever do it. I was never allowed to do it again because I shouldn't have done it in the first place. But it was yeah. Fine. Mexicans are wild about that shit, man. Uh, all right, how dare you culture? <laughs> all right, Molly, what's your gore score for this film? What are you giving it? I guess I'd probably give it like a five. For the gore, that's yeah. it. Five, Damn. five and a half. I you really don't feel like it holds up. Mm, maybe it's okay, fine. Six. Hey, <laughs> that's what uh-huh. we do. We gamble or we bargain. We bargain here. <laughs> we on bully the people to give higher we, scores. Yeah, we bully and bargain to get higher scores out of the thing. <laughs> that's why we can never like track and tally any of this because it's all fabricated. It's all fugazi, as they say. Nobody says a fugazi, that. Fugazi, Fugazi. Nobody it, says either what, of those Wasn't things. it the, the game we were playing that that word came up? What game? The game with your parents. What game? Fugazi. What are you talking about? The, you are absolutely insane. Are you talking about the best friends game? No, the other one, the generation one. Oh, no. Wasn't that one of the questions? No, free Shavakadu. 
No. Fugazi? Else. No, that's I've never heard that word in my You've life. You've never heard of Fugazi? No, that's stupid. You must have been in the bathroom or something. I swear to God, I that didn't word go to came the bathroom up. that day. At all, all day. That's why we got home. I didn't go Damn. to my parents' house at all. Wow. Yeah. You're wild. I am. Um. All right. Final score. We, we this might be our last episode, depending on how. how I'm just kidding. Maybe a four. What? Mm. Okay, that's fine. Four and a half. There we go. Final answer: four and a half. <laughs> four and a half. You never gave your gore score. Oh, sorry. My gore score is a seven point eight. My final score. My final score for this film that I, you know, I don't think it lives up quite to the second one, but is good on its own. It. What it lived up to in terms of like the budget turnover and all that, like I think it did a really good job. I uh, give this an eight point five, a solid eight point five, a number that Molly likes, <laughs> a point five. You should at least be happy about that. So happy, so happy. Um, well, shit, that's gonna do it for the Evil Dead review. Um, this is actually, I think, this is our first double digit episode this is number 10 we've been doing this for 10 episodes now we are at the halfway point before podcast. before being done Be- <laughs> before when most <laughs> podcasts die and drop off yeah so we're so we're still there we're still chugging on we're still halfway there um yeah if you have anything you want us to do leave it in the comments uh, we'll consider it although we have know. a we'll have a pretty fucking long list already so um get in line i guess and there's a good chance that maybe it's already on there so um, but we'll put that on the consideration. Molly, do you have anything else to tell the people about either this film or life in general? About me, how I'm doing. About you or how have you're doing. Let's have a conversation. Yes. Should we no. do should we do another bonus hour? <laughs> Here's everything wrong with the last couple <laughs> weeks. Everything bad that's happened. This is where you complain about your co host. I was thinking my car, my tires. <laughs> oh yeah. It's the jackass who just is probably just whoever's, nailing whoever's throwing nails in the road could you please stop yeah <laughs> because i don't want to buy a third tire no you know i'm convinced at this point it's someone who's mad at you is just like taking a nail gun and just putting them in your car i, I think that's what's happening so my parents told me to check for nails in our driveway because yeah two nails like having to buy two new tires in three months is insane yeah uh, but we weren't here for that first one it, it was on the south side that i got the nail mm. but <laughs> So I don't know if you heard, but my mom's like, did you check for tire or nails in your driveway? And I said, yep, didn't find any. <laughs> I haven't looked. <laughs> well, I don't think so. Well, at this point, there's snow on the ground, so it doesn't really matter. Exactly. Um, and I right. drove around like that for months, so. <sighs> don't recommend that, people. Um, well, Molly, it's been great to co-host another fabulous episode with you. Um, check us out every Thursday at 2 p.m every we're we're done you do you we're We're not gonna judge you we're on youtube we're on every um audio platform you can think of as far as i know except we won't tell you which one it is (laughs) you have to guess you have to figure it out which one are we not on put your put your guess in the comments (laughs) below um and yeah check out our other two podcasts McAllister or McAllister hours every monday at seven and unhinged unhit, unhinged and uncensored podcasts with willow savage every tuesday at 2 p.m those are our podcasts those are yours my podcast yes all right check out my podcast which uploads every wednesday at 2 35 <laughs> oh oh molly you have a solo podcast I do. where you ramble what, what's do. your solo po- another it's called coleman sucks <laughs> 
That's actually a great show idea. Let's do mm-hmm. it. Let's add it to the roster. Guys, new episode. No, you're not or, a part of it. It's my own podcast. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. But you're part of the network. You have to be part no. of How, Oh, you're going to use your own equipment? You're going to find your yes. own equipment? Oh, really? I have my you're own gonna, equipment. You're going to start your own podcast yeah, network. Yeah, I have. I oh, well, you know what? Now you're no longer part of this podcast. Okay, good. You're no longer part Great. of the network. Great. You're not allowed to help with the the, the, the hours. Great. You're done. Great. You start your own show. We, we Hey, we we signed a clause with you. Hey, we signed a legal contract. You can't do that. You're 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 violating the contract, I Molly. Am only here. You're violating the contract. Only here because you want me to be. <laughs> you said I really want to do a podcast with you, and I said fine. I didn't even say yes. I said fine. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. That would be funny though if you did that. That would be a fun time. I would tune in. I would watch every week. Listen, watch and listen. I would go into great details of personal things that you never wanted out there. Yeah, well, I got, I got, um, my lawyers a phone call away, so. You don't have a lawyer. Ooh. Your lawyer's on my side. She likes me better. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, everybody. Peace.